everyone. Welcome to Rebecca and Rebecca. I'm Rebecca Reed, and this is my partner in book discussion, Rebecca Yager. Hi, Rebecca. Hey, Rebecca. How you doing? How are the holidays treating you so far? Well, you know, it's um, not quite time. I have time yet to do things. <laughs> what are you, a last, last minute girl? <laughs> well, somewhat. Um, I don't know. I don't tend to wrap things early. Like, I buy things, but I don't always wrap them. Right. So, right. but my... Like all my people aren't right here. So like sometimes I don't wrap them at all. Sometimes I just send them the mail. <laughs> Keep it easy, right? Actually, yeah. I have my husband do the wrapping or I find a gift bag because I'm a terrible yeah. wrapper. <laughs> so. Yeah, that works. But anyway, well, for being for the middle of the holidays, we're not necessarily doing a holiday book this year, but a cute one. No, but you know, it's romance. I mean, doesn't romance work for any month of the year? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Hallmark wouldn't be so popular this time of year if it didn't work, right? That so. is true. That is true. And it it's a rom-com. So you've got, you've got the jolly part, right? I mean, doesn't that, that fits with Christmas. So it'll be fine. So yeah, we're here to uh, today to talk about and Danine Miller's Bloom to be Messy, which is the first book in a series called Messy Love on Mango Lane, which I like the name of that. And uh, it is a romantic comedy, but we'll have some discussion about that as well. Um, so would you like to read the blurb for us so we know what we're getting into? Yeah. <laughs> we're getting into. She almost had it all. When she's forced to return home, will she find all the love she's ever wanted? I was this close to making my dreams come true, hightailing it out of small town Florida for the Big Apple. I went to art school and was in the running for the perfect job when the aunt who raised me died. Good news, she left me everything she had. Bad news, that includes her flower shop, which I have to run successfully for a year before I'm allowed to sell it. So now I'm back where I don't want to be trying to fix up a business that seems to be better at providing shelter for raccoons and cockroaches than making money. <laughs> and that's when he shows up. Cade Maverick, the guy who bullied me in high school, owner of the sparkling green eyes I've never been able to ignore. He's changed somehow. It's not just that he's got a scar on his face from a motorcycle accident. He's vulnerable. He has a four-year-old niece he's caring for, and he's willing to do anything to help me fix up the store. As business starts to bloom, we're getting close. Too close. Everything feels perfect. But I'm going back to New York City when my year is up, and he's not just part of those plans, right? Bloom to be Messy is a delightful first book in the Messy on Mango Lane series. If you like heroines in, over their heads, broody scarred men, and discovering you can go home again, then you'll adore Deneen Miller's happily ever after hijinks. So <laughs> that's a lot right there. So that was in our our main character's point of view, that little blurb. And our main character's name is Amanda Wild with an E. Mm -hmm. So we don't want to forget that E. In high school, most people called her Mandy. Um, so we're going to probably refer to her as both Mandy and Amanda, I imagine. Um, there's a lot of stories surrounding all of that, which mm -hmm. if you read the book, you'll know. 
because we don't give away spoilers. We, we try not to. <laughs> try not to, yeah. So, um, what do you uh, think of Amanda when you first meet her? Amanda, um, I guess what I liked overall about both characters, Kate and Amanda, is there are, there's some depth to them. Um, this is a romantic comedy, as we've talked about, but both these characters have a are, are almost running from the past or letting the past affect so much of their present. And, uh, and so Amanda, especially returning to her hometown, which I think she kind of ran from mm-hmm. um, her, her mother has quite the reputation in town. And this is the Amanda Mandy situation, which uh, uh, is developed more f- fully in the book. So she is uh, still trying to find her own place in the world and she thinks she's got it all planned and she thinks she's got to, you know, do this and she can't be in, in, um, Sarabella is the name of the town, Sarabella, Florida. Um, and she can't be in Sarabella. She belongs in New York City and, and has a dream job. So um, she's a reluctant, you know, she's a good niece. She's reluctant to be there, but she obviously really loved her Aunt Paula and really wants to do right by her. And um, and and she's got some um, spunk. <laughs> you know, she... she uh, I like that about her a lot that she's she's spunky and strong and determined. I think what I liked about her the most is that, you know, while she's developing ideas to kind of bring this flower shop back to life, uh, because it's kind of been neglected, Aunt Paula's health had been declining and she wasn't able to do the things she really wanted to with the shop. And so it just kind of was falling into disrepair slowly by slow, little by little, I guess. And um, she, you know, Amanda's like, what am I going to do? And Aunt Sally, or not Aunt Sally, but Aunt Paula's best friend, Sally, who was, is, grew, you know, Paul, Amanda grew up with her as well. Um, she kind of gets the ball rolling for Amanda, but once she gets the ideas going, everything that Amanda does, it isn't just like good for her shop. It also pulls in all these entrepreneurs that are in this area because it's kind of an artsy area. There's a lot of tourism. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of little craft shops and like um, small businesses who operate in this area. And she pulls in a lot of these other craftsmen and craftswomen Mm-hmm. and really elevates like as it's kind of that idea that you know you raise the whole the ship one person like goes up it brings everybody up I guess is that idea mm-hmm. and that was kind of what I liked about it was that you know while she did benefit so did all these other people yeah yeah it, it, again it is a true kind of small town pulling together story and and like we've seen in some other books that that you and I have liked that we've read, um, the, the town is almost another character in itself. Mm-hmm. The people in the town, they're quirky and they're fun and they're helpful. And and you know, Sally, like you said, just kind of motivates her, gives her a little shove. But it really is Amanda that that has the ideas and that really goes forth once she has that that little push. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes the the whole yeah. town kind of come to life and you can tell that she's been trained I mean she did go to college for art and she knows like she knows what's what people like she has a knack for kind of 
finding like ways to um, add value to something. Cause that's kind of what it starts out with one little object. And then they find a way to like make that because the person who crafted the thing to begin with didn't know what to do with them. She just thought they were cool. Right. And Amanda's the one that's like, well, what about this? We could turn it into this. Mm -hmm. And then that added another person in the mix, you know, and he, he had to help. And then, you know, there was just, by the time they got done, you know, there were three people that were benefiting out of one, one thing, not to mention the people who were buying the product and got joy out of it there too. So, um, yeah, it was really neat um, to see that. And I like, I like those kind of stories. I I think we both do. We like when to see people come together and work together for a cause and to help, you know, not only themselves, but others as well. Um, and, and we mentioned, you know, the Cade, who is the hero, and Amanda just thought he was the biggest bully in high school. And a lot of it had to do with the nickname that he gave her mm-hmm. uh, which she did not like at all and it to me it was kind of like at first I was like why did she not like it I didn't right. get it because it to me it was kind of generic it, she did it just called her root beer, root beer. And she just thought that was weird or something I don't know and I think maybe it was to do that other people had been bullying her too and she just lumped him right in with everybody else um but anyway she didn't like him um, they didn't get along. They weren't in the same group. And then here he is kind of back, you know, she comes back and he's right there. And so that just doesn't help her mood when she figures out what's going on, trying to find everything. And, but then he turns out to be quite the, um, he himself is an entrepreneur, has his own business, is an artist, Yes. with metal he works metal and so that turned out to be really a nice um juxtaposition there that um she had to read kind of re-evaluate him and i think it's that you know if you grew up in a small town or or if you've ever been around a small like school or any kind of small organization and, and it's a long-term thing. It's like, once you get a label, it's really hard to break out of that mold. Mm-hmm. Even if you change, it's hard for people who knew you back then to be like, oh, you're still like this. And you're like, no, I'm not. But they can't let go of that. And I think that's partly what we see in this book is that whole idea of once somebody, you give somebody a label, how do you reevaluate that? And then change your opinion and that's what amanda struggles with throughout the majority of this book and she kind of it's like one of those two a step forward and two steps backward kind of mm-hmm. stories yeah it is well they're both uh kate maverick and and amanda are both struggling with identity because like you said he was a little bit of a troublemaker in high school and he didn't necessarily bully amanda but uh he did cause his fair fair share of of problems and stuff and now he's he is grown up and he is a very good artist uh the metal arts i think that's the tough side of him but yet he can create so much beauty out of that that metal and and how he and amanda end up working together just on the artistic side is is kind of fun but he is fighting a lot of stuff in his past and 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 like i said the the characters you know 
yes, it's a rom-com and it's light, but there's some depth here and there's some serious issues that, that they're both facing and they're both trying to overcome. And, uh, and, and throughout the story, Cade is, ends up as, as kind of a caretaker for his four-year-old niece who brings, of course, you put a cute little girl in the story um, you know, it's going to lighten up everything. And, and she's almost the voice of wisdom sometimes, <laughs> you know, That's the what's funny about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause she does, she'll come up with some things. She'll ask questions and she'll see what's going on. And even when they're trying to ignore what's going on, she'll just come right out. You know how kids are, they don't have a filter <laughs> and she doesn't have, she doesn't have a filter at all. And she just, says the coolest things you know and it makes them realize what they're ignoring exactly exactly well and she brings out the softer side of Cade and and of course Amanda starts to see that softer side how good he is with her and how caring he is with her and it doesn't gel this image of of him with Ileana as his niece uh it doesn't gel um with it the image that Amanda had of him from high school. Um, yeah. So they, they have to do a lot of reevaluating and, and rethinking and looking at the present and not just the past. Mm-hmm. And of course the future is involved as well, because both of them are trying to figure that out. And um, Amanda has her sights set on New York city. Still, she has a, a roommate, Sasha, who's her best friend who lives there. And she has a job that her boss has promised she'll still have no matter how long it takes. And she, her dream, you know, is really to, to make it big in New York city. So that's there. And, you know, she has to really kind of that struggles continues through the whole story. You don't really, um, that doesn't get resolved until the very end. Mm-hmm. Really. But there's a and, lot of push-pull through the story. Yes. With that. And Cade, too, because he was kind of, he has a business, yes, but he's, he's still trying to get it off the ground. And so there's a lot of um, struggle for him just to prove that his work is quality and that he can produce enough to satisfy a demand or whatever. And so he's been working to to get his name out there. And then he's kind of all of a sudden with Eliana, as you mentioned, and he doesn't know what to do with her really and how she's supposed to fit into his life. And um, that really does change him a a lot. I mean, it makes him realize that he's more than just a metal worker, that there's more to life than just being um, an artist and a metal worker. So Eliana plays a pretty pivotal role in the story yeah for sure yeah yeah she does um and 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 the way he cares about her um you mentioned briefly amanda's uh roommate in new york sasha and and what i liked about sasha in fact i think she's an interesting enough character that she could have her own story but she's really blunt realistic you know keeps amanda on on the straight and narrow but she's also very smart and she even through FaceTime can kind of see what's what's happening um, down there in Florida. But I I liked her because she really was the hey, <laughs> you know, didn't make any bones about anything. So yeah. 
and she is biased in a way because she wants she wants Amanda to come back, but she's also intelligent enough to recognize what's going on, you know, with Amanda and to call her on it because Amanda tries to deny it a few many times, and Sasha's just like, I'm sure I can just see her with the eyebrow, you know, and the whole like I don't know like look. <laughs> it's like yeah that <laughs> so i don't know um so yeah yeah but anyway it's good so again there's a there's a whole interesting cast of characters here that to me aren't cookie cutter which sometimes rom-coms can be um i don't i don't see it as much here um as said even kate our handsome hero with the piercing green eyes uh has this interesting backstory and in what he's wrestling with throughout the book um, yeah. and the way that Mandy and Kay bring out the best of each other and are going to help each other and see each other in a different way that they're both longing to be seen that they can't see themselves as yeah um, and I I really appreciate um, I guess the the fact that Kate is not pushy you know like he he knows what he wants or at least he figures out what he wants, I guess. But he's willing to give on his side to get it. You know, like a lot of times it seems like one person is the only one giving and he's not like that at all. He's very willing to do his part to make things end up the way he wants them. He's He's willing to change his own circumstances in order to get the outcome that he desires so i thought that was really good mm -hmm. um how how that was worked into the story and um it was a lot of um a lot of wrestling i think with the idea of choosing your own destiny versus having somebody foist something on you mm. mm -hmm. you know as a theme and uh I really like the way Deneen worked that in and how, how it all kind of materialized and came about. That's interesting that you say that. Yeah, she, she really did do a good job. And these characters are wrestling with, oh, this is foisted on me. So am I going to walk away? Am I going to ignore it? Am I going to embrace it with gusto, which is what Mandy had to do with the, with the flower shop is okay. For aunt Paula's sake, I'm going to, I'm here guess i'll embrace it i'm broke got it got it got to hang here you know and but uh, also like how many disasters and setbacks can i handle you know before i give it up because that's that's life right i mean we have a goal we we you know it's like okay this is what i want yeah and then all of a sudden there's this thing hitting you here and this thing hitting you here and it's like okay, now what am I going to do? Like, right. I feel like I had a goal and I knew what I wanted and, I, and now all these things have happened. So like, is this really even my goal anymore? Should I have this goal? And that's really what Mandy has to deal with is, you know, how many times can she drag herself up, you know, off of the floor? Because it seems like she's down on the floor many times sometimes for rather hilarious reasons <laughs> and others not so much you right. know right. so but in the end she almost wrestles with with two good choices too 
uh, between yeah. job in New York. And that's and, true. And, yeah. And yeah. that can be life too, where you're wrestling with, there's not necessarily a bad choice. So where do you belong? And, and where's your faith going to be? And, and, you know, are you, are you hearing where God wants you to be? Or are you hearing yourself? And, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a, yeah. I thought did yeah, you're right. a good job. Makes yeah, I enjoyed the story. So yeah, I thought well, it had it had a bit of O. Henry oh. in it. Oh, Danina, love you saying that. I think when we talked to her, I can't wait. It did though. It had that little gift of the magi kind mm-hmm. of twist in it, you know. Yeah. yeah. So mm, good writing. Well, I think, needless to say, we both enjoyed the story. Um, I think. For rom-coms, Deneen is an author I would read again mm-hmm. um, for this. And, and in fact, she has, if, you, if you're interested in this series, this is Bloom to be Messy, which we enjoyed. The next one is Rescued to be Messy. And the main character uh, in Rescued to be Messy is a side character in Bloom to be Messy. So you'll meet Zane in this, and he's very likable. So I am curious about um, his story. He's a lifeguard. So- <laughs> <laughs> and and comic foil for amanda sometimes <laughs> yes he's a yeah. lifeguard and and all around uh handy guy for the town of cerebella um and it is the holiday season right now so Denine does have a christmas book um out right now a very messy christmas that's a um part of this series as well so it would be a good time to read that but I would highly I well judging from the first book I have not read rescued although I have it um and I have actually I have both <laughs> just having a time we're too busy here reading and getting ready for our next stuff but uh based on these I I want to continue reading in the series um bloomed I, oh, think. I enjoyed them Great. I think she did a good job of setting up all the both of those stories too. Like I, it made me interested enough to want to read them. Because so. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you can kind of see where, oh, wait, Zane's going to get a story. If you're a regular reader and you read series, you kind of pick out which characters, you know, yeah. <laughs> which characters are going to get their own story. Or you can sometimes be very vocal with the author of which characters. Hey, you can write a story about this person, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, um, no, I, I highly recommend Bloom to be Messy by Denise Miller and again two others are out in this series which is always fun so if you get excited about the series you don't have to wait because they are out now for your enjoyment any any other words I mean the, the again the characters the town um I enjoyed it I um I did like the part about you know how they all work together and mm-hmm. and uh and that I thought that was that was very interesting and very good. There were some surprises in the story, which I liked as well. Mm-hmm. I don't like to always be able to predict everything. So. Right, right. So that was good too. Yeah, no, there were there were a couple of things that did take you by surprise in a good way, um, mm-hmm. and and made you keep reading. And it wasn't the traditional, you know, uh, well, not always traditional. Little they took the circuitous route around. Yeah. Um, yeah to get there so all right well um again we liked bloom to be messy we are going to be talking with the author denine miller on december 27th so please check back here we'll do a little post-christmas wrap-up 
um, with her books. But uh, meanwhile, I think it's worth a read. Pick it up and, and be ready for our, our talk with Deneen here in a couple of weeks. Yeah. All right. And we are also very, very excited. I see the sun is setting in your window, Rebecca. Yeah, I'm Sorry, getting the, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm becoming kind of like ghostly. It's like almost uh, a fading. The ghost of Christmas, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, real Christmas quick. Christmas story. <laughs> um, real quick, I do want to talk about January because we are so, so, so excited to kick off 2024 with the one and only Colleen Coble and her book, Fragile Designs. So um, pick that up at the beginning of uh, January, read along with us, and uh, we'll be uh, doing our review and talking with Colleen um, at the very end of January as well. So meanwhile, we hope everyone has a great Christmas. There's lots of reading to be done. So pick up those books, support your authors, leave them reviews. Um, you can check out our schedule at RebeccaAndRebecca.com. Um, we're on Instagram now. We have a Facebook page now. So come find us. And uh, yeah, <laughs> we're trying to be everywhere. We're trying uh, to, yeah, we're trying to make ourselves accessible and make it easier for you to find us. So yeah, and, and you'll enjoy schedule it. And, and to, you know, talk about books. We, we love, we love books. We that's, do. That's it. And before Rebecca fades into ghostly, I know I'm trying there. to turn it. Like, I, um, I think that's it for now. We will uh, see you in a couple of weeks when we talk to Denine, and then we look forward to 2024 kicking it off with Colin Coble. So we will see y'all next time. Have a wonderful Christmas, Happy New Year. Well, we'll talk to you before then. Yeah, but... we'll be there before the New Year's. Well, Happy. Christmas, and then we'll yes. talk New Year's. There you go. Please cumpleaños. Oh. oh, no. That's just happy birthday. I don't know why I said that exactly, because that's really nothing. I did have several people in my class who had happy birthdays, though, this week. So maybe uh, that was on my mind. But how about this? Feliz Navidad. Navidad. We'll do that one. There you go. All right. We will see you all next time. This is Rebecca and Rebecca signing off. Mm -hmm.